It's time for the top four at four with LeVac and Gaz. Yeah. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. I mean, that, that's if there is uh, a world of sports right now. And it is uh, brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Did you ever go into a test and you're thinking like, I don't think I'm going to do well on this test? If you just straight up, Every one of them. If you straight up told the teacher, like, look, uh, Mrs. Graham didn't really do well on this one. Just giving you the heads up now. This feels like one of the slowest days in the history of sports today. But we're going to make it work. Levac, we're coming out strong here. Story number four, Nelson Aguilar's returning to the Baltimore Ravens on a one-year contract extension. The near- I, uh, that's strong. Well, the reason I bring this up is because this ties in with Gabe Davis going to Instagram yesterday and announcing he's leaving the Buffalo Bills. And, of course, the New York Giants looking for a wide receiver. The fact that Aguilar in a loaded receiver room has already decided to go back to Baltimore. Should New York fans be disappointed that he didn't wait to potentially become a Giant or a Bill? He's an interesting guy because if you remember, he never really did anything for, you know, until he got I, the Eagles, he was okay, but he dropped a lot of balls. They actually, there's this, one of the most famous gifts out there is the, we catch him, he is, unlike Aguilar, uh, when the guy stayed outside the burning building. They got to the Raiders, he was really good, contributed, goes to New England, it was kind of lost, but that also had to do with the quarterback situation. Baltimore, he made some big catches last year. I'm not sure where the Baltimore Ravens 100% need to improve, but the wide receiver room, not really it. They're good. I'm surprised he's going back. Gabe Davis's big announcement on social media is like, okay, who's the next best available wide receiver? Uh, Jawan Jennings, doesn't he feel like somebody that the Carolina Panthers would pay a ton of money to? Actually, Gabe Davis feels like that. Any sort of good wide receiver is what the Carolina Panthers would pay. So, look, would Aguilar change the win-loss total for... The Bills and the Giants, probably not. But now the options get a little bit smaller for what those teams may need on the outside when it comes to that. Well, I think, well, smart. Well, I think you think it was smart, it was smart to keep him, though, right? I yeah. mean, oh, the yeah. Ravens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't let your competitors get him. Buffalo's going to be competing against you. And teams across the AFC, Cincinnati could have been in the mix, too, depending on what the future is for T. Higgins. We move on to story number three. The Buffalo Sabres are in action tonight, 7 o'clock. Puck drop against the Montreal Canadiens. The Boston Bruins, how about a 10 o'clock start tonight as they take on, historically, Payson to be one of the great teams of all time in the Edmonton Oilers. Also in action, the Toronto Maple Leafs, Austin Matthews. You've got some of the best hockey players in the world tonight. Connor McDavid playing for the Oilers. Austin Matthews playing for the Toronto Blue Jays. A New York team in the 7 o'clock window. Levac, it's rare. That, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, one of the great young rookies in the history of the NHL. This could be the night that hockey dominates the <laughs> national talk, right? No. Oh. I mean, well, I mean, it, it could, but it's, I think you'd be more likely to hear about some of the like NFL stuff that's going on behind the scenes. You know, Listen, I know you ranked it higher, but you started talking about Nelson Aguilar signing with Baltimore. We, we are starved for sports news during this uh, this this desolate, just all-star break for the NBA. But I don't know that we'll ever be starved enough. Like, think about how the Rangers went, right? They came out one of the greatest starts in the history of, of hockey. Cooled off. They've started ripping it up again. We're still barely talking about them. Hockey's not taking over. Tonight could be a nice start, but I also don't think so. It's almost weird that like hockey has done everything to become more popular over the last five to ten years, whether that's improving the visual concept whether it's expanding to bigger markets here in the United States with more markets potentially still to come. You added Seattle, you added Vegas. Tonight could be a night where a superstar has to be a superstar performance that dominates the headlines and pops off. But if you're a hockey fan, you might get four to five hours of really good matchups tonight when a lot of sports are taking time off. Story number two, big deal, little deal, or no deal at all. The highest grossing NIL athlete when it comes to merch, according to Fanatics, is Caitlin Clark. That's right. Fanatics announced that today that she is the top-selling college athlete in the NIL. I know I heard uh, Michael Wilbon the other day talk about how his son, when he was looking for new sneakers, didn't buy the guy's sneakers. He bought Caitlin Clark sneakers, which sell for both guys and girls, especially younger athletes. Uh, Shador mm. Sanders, by the way, used to be the record holder. He was a huge story when the Buffaloes were 3-0, but now it's Caitlin Clark. LeVac, big deal, 
little deal or no deal at all that Fanatics announced the popularity of Caitlin Clark, now number one on the NIL Fanatics Selling College Athlete page. Eh, little deal. I mean, it's look, it's it's cool. It's it's definitely something that we haven't seen, at least I don't recall seeing before. But at the end of the day, it's interesting right now. There will be far more interesting or interested in stories coming up across the multiple leagues. It's 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 nice, but it's not like all of a sudden everyone is taking women's basketball super serious. It's a big deal just because it feels like I know Plum was in that mix for a while too. But when you see that, okay, like female athletes are outselling male athletes. This is what NIL was supposed to be. What? You don't know how you don't know how it's not a big deal. You know who who uh, Paige Beckers is, Paige Buckets, right? Yes. She is coming back for another year of college hoops. It was like 13 seconds on Sports Center the other night. No one's talking about it. Arguably one of the best female players we've ever seen. Going to play another year of college for UConn, and no one cares. So the Caitlin Clark is really good. Grab this 15 minutes of fame, squeeze the life from it, hold on to it as, as dearly as you can, make as much money as you as you possibly can, because when you get to the WNBA, no one's going to know who you are. I want to argue with you, but I feel like my next topic we're going to talk about in 15 minutes is going to get me called woke twice in the 4 o'clock hour, so I'm just going to pass. We'll talk yeah. more about Caitlin Clark coming up. And by the way, that yeah. was your number two story, right? Yes. So you ranked whatever this – I don't know. I can't see it. You ranked whatever this story is more important than Caitlin Clark being the highest-selling athlete as far as, like, jerseys and stuff goes. Okay, what's more important than Caitlin Clark? Soccer, LeVac. It's soccer here for story. <laughs> soccer for story number one tonight. Footy. Is Lionel Messi makes his debut for the Inner Miami Football Club as Miami hosts Real Salt Lake. You can watch that on Apple TV Plus, the MLS season opener. Miami's going wild for this one. It's one of the most popular soccer players in a lifetime is playing in the United States. We've seen this, of course, in the past, whether it be Pele or David Beckham. I believe Pele played in the States. But this is Lionel Messi on Apple Plus. Levac, big deal, little deal, or no deal at all that Messi makes his debut tonight in soccer against Real Salt Lake. Is it real or real? I think it's real. But I feel um, like it's in the States. Nobody in the U.S. calls it real. I feel like our friend doesn't matter. What do you think about Messi making his debut tonight? For me, zero. Means nothing. Little as deal possible. But some soccer fans are going to be in on it. And the, you know what it is? It's going to be soccer, some soccer fans and some people that you don't expect. Like, if you just if you just play, like, um, like phone list roulette, just scroll through your phone, uh, blindly tap one. Whoever that is, if you did it like four times tonight, two of the four people that are going to go, um, see what Messi did? See what Messi's doing? Which is going to it'll blow your mind. But there's people who care enough about soccer that if one of the greatest stars in the last, what, 20 years is playing, they're going to pay attention. It's just, but for me, I just, I will, I will wipe this from my memory the second we're done with the top four of four. Pele, of course, played for the New York Cosmos in 1975. I know some people were waiting on the edge of their seat to hear me give that stat. Will I watch Messi tonight? No. Will I try to find highlights tomorrow? Yes. Do I selfishly hope that Tyler Terrence, Hobart alum, former guest on this show, is on the call tonight? Yes. I don't think he's actually on the call tonight, but I know he's a part of the soccer coverage for Apple TV+. Plus. So at some point, maybe in the World Cup in a few months, all that stuff. Maybe we'll have Tyler on. There we go. There's the ways we make it about us. But maybe, which means no. Guys is going to forget about this right after we stop doing top four or four. Some people are considering this one of the biggest stories of the year, Levac. Some people call me a space cowboy. Some people call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Apple TV Plus wants this to be the biggest thing that's ever happened. Who? Apple. T- yeah. Do I have to keep calling it Apple TV Plus like I'm an old just person? Call Apple just call it TV. Apple TVs. You know, TV is not even the term anymore. People don't call it radio anymore. People don't call it newspapers. It's audio, visual, the written word. That's right. To recap today's top four and four, we've got MLS's opener, a maybe top five wide receiver in the NFL, how women's basketball gear sold, and I'll be honest, I forgot the th- Oh, hockey. All right. 
I almost forgot my own story that I had. It's not. Welcome to yeah. the doldrums, everyone. This is that part of the sports season where there's no sports. We we did this once before, but that was that was COVID induced. This is there's no, there's nothing there's nothing else. So like I would have my top four would have been we'd go back redo the Aaron Judge comments. Um, I would some of the Antonio Pierce stuff that's coming out. I would probably talk about. This is your Levac top four. That yeah, was yeah. Raider Yankee back to back. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's better. It's all more important what you just did. We could have recap um, the Q's game. I know we're going to talk about it next, but I would have talked. I would have talked about that that tight end uh, down in down in Kansas City. Uh, what else? Draymond <laughs> Green criticizing Adrian about, Autry's coaching. I would have told everybody, you know, listen. I I would have snuck a Firebirds plug in there for me as a good co-host. I would have done that. Hey, flock you tonight at Buca de Beppo. That's a big one, Holovac. I'd be like, yeah, that's great. Thanks, buddy. No, this one's over here. Lionel Messi, who we've never actually spoken about. Um, Caitlin Clark's jersey sales. Um, uh, the hockey schedule. And uh, I don't even remember what the other one was. Hockey again. Hockey. More hockey. Nelson Aguilar. Oh, Nelson Aguilar, yeah. At least you got some NFL in there. Draymond Green was right. Autry should have ran better plays for Chris Bell in that second half. Guy hit eight threes. He never never hit eight threes in a game, Levac. I know you saw the tweet. <laughs> Who never hit eight threes in a game? Me. The first half he hit eight threes. Will Chamberlain never hit There was hit no three-point line. Your boy. There was no three-point line. I didn't make the rules. Yeah. Will Chamberlain did. He dunked and dominated for 100 points in one game. Allegedly. No, allegedly. It's real. I would be more. <laughs> you leave Walt alone. That's 90s kid. That makes me laugh out loud every time you call him Walt Chamberlain. You know what? He's doing that on purpose, right? I don't know. You know what? Will Chamberlain and Walt Chamberlain need someone to help their brand, like Elevation 10,000. Can you imagine if Wilt Chamberlain had the video processing power of Elevation 10,000? The guys would have to make him a new excuse on why he doesn't believe Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points in a game. I was I was over at Elevation today. I was over in the print shop talking to Josh and Christian and Adam, the some of the great people that you would deal with if you needed, you know, um, help with the concepts, help with uh, you know printing, apparel, signs, vinyl, all of that, and uh, just it's just always good to catch up with them because you just you see these people are so good at what they do, and this is just one arm, one one branch of what Elevation Ten Thousand can do because if you go into another room, it's a bunch of people working on websites. You go into another room, it's, another, it's a bunch of people uh, fine-tuning the algorithm for how they can target your audience through digital marketing. And then you go see Dave McClatt, who's sitting in there, who probably should just be like telling other people what to do. He's designing a website, coming up with apparel ideas, negotiating the next big deal for Elevation 10,000, building a shelf to put more trophies on. Elevate your brand today with Elevation 10K. I mean, that's how it goes. Somebody's in the news again, Levac. His name continues to be in the news, and I feel like maybe I haven't been honest enough about my take about this soon-to-be Hall of Famer in the NFL. All right, let's see what you have to say about Is it Antonio Brown? Is that you're talking no, about? No, no, no. That donkey missed? No, it's not him. Did you? Actually, real quick. He tried to friend request me on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Like, what is that? I saw that. You sent that to me. What is that? I think if I got invited to the Illuminati and said no, now I've been pressured to say yes, What's the worst part about you saying yes to that? Um, him thinking that I don't hate him. Uh, no, I don't. He can't know it's me. Like he has to be confused. CTE is real, kids. All right, I'll, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. You know, what I'm, I'm gonna send out a screenshot of the, of the request first, so everybody can see it. No, don't do that because I don't need him fighting with you on Twitter. I don't need that. Yeah, you do. He's blocked me on Twitter. He can't see me on Twitter. It's on Snapchat. It's fine. It's fine. All right, let's do this other thing. So I'm assuming you mean Travis Kelsey. We'll talk Travis Kelsey. And, and why everyone needs to chillax. Coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's back for the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. I was, I was cursing the universe last night as I couldn't sleep because I broke my mouthpiece waiting for the new one. And I thought to myself, self, this is perfect because you now remember why it's important that people call Dr. Dreer if they're snoring, if they're having sleep apnea issues, if they're just waking up tired all the time. Literally, I had a buddy reach out to me not too long ago, man, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And like, it's an old line, but it's like when you're tired of being tired, you owe it to yourself to take that step, take that 
that chance, that big risk, which is not even a risk. We're talking about a mouthpiece. But call 518-885-6185, 518-885-6185. Doc Dreer and the team are amazing. Um, I'm going to have my new mouthpiece in no time. They check in on me to make sure I'm doing okay. They're keeping me updates. Because, again, you get so used to sleeping after a while that when you start sleeping like poop again, you lose your ever-loving mind. I've been a little weirder than normal. I blame not sleeping, and I'm 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 not going to keep that going because I'm going to keep talking to Dr. Dreer and the team. You should call them, too. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better, too. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. We are now being told that there is a better than average chance that we will never, ever, ever hear exactly what Travis Kelsey said to Andy Reid on the sideline of the Super Bowl. Um, It's weird because you see the promo video and it cuts from... Patrick Mahomes, she's talking, he's clearly talking, he's not far from them. And then it cuts to Tony Romo in the booth when you see Travis Kelsey run into Andy Reid while talking smack to him. Um, the belief is that the teams, the players, the coaches, well, the coaches and the teams have the right to kind of veto these things put, being put out. And they're going to veto that. And it's not coming out. And that, moreover... The NFL does not want it out because right now their most profitable guy is the guy who is on a plane to go see his girlfriend who happens to be Taylor Swift. So guys, we may never actually know exactly what was said by Travis Kelsey. Lame boo stinks. People look, Levac, I think it's one of the tired takes you and I hear, and it's happened since legalized sports wagering started like sports are rigged. I've got, I have four different people. Total different lifestyles, total different ages have come up to me since the Super Bowl. And how about that script, huh? How rigged was that? that the I'm like, oh my God, like everybody's become the rigged person. Oh yeah, so much. But this stuff, I'm like, he's protecting, he, the league, Roger Goodell is protecting Travis Kelsey so he doesn't look bad. You don't want him to be the bad boy of the NFL because of the positive image Taylor Swift has. The whole mic'd up segment should have stopped after the Sam Darnold boogeyman thing. That that should have been the end of it. Like, Hard Knocks has taken its heat from us, more so me, over the last few months about how much team control is really involved with that, that maybe the content that comes out, people don't care as much. They just want Hard Knocks. They just want to watch that stuff. They don't care. But I think this one, everybody cares. Kelsey looked like a fool, a bad teammate, selfish, all of those things, and we all saw it during the Super Bowl. The Chiefs, and it looks like the NFL didn't want to add to that storyline. I've said this since the Monday after the Super Bowl, LeVac. You know what? I I haven't said it. I lied. I need to say it now. You know, Travis Kelsey has been being treated a lot different than certain NFL athletes would have been treated in this spot. Right? Um, you know what I'm getting at here? I'm re- sure. I'm sure. Like I remember Des Bryant was called selfish and a diva when he was screaming on the sidelines. I remember Cam Newton was, oh, Cam didn't dive on that ball in the Super Bowl. I do want to point something out. So far, two for two on people who actually were divas and and were guilty of a lot of things they've been accused of being. Just so we're clear. Shannon Sharp? Like, those clips have gone viral of Shannon Sharp going nuts on the sidelines, saying someone called the police, the Patriots are dead. Like, Shannon Sharp could have made a But that was, he wanted that. He yes. was acting up for the camera. It just seems very... Uh, op- hold on. Yeah. Say what you're saying. If you're going to do this, don't be a wimp. I just realized the correlation between the three individuals. Say say what you're really saying if you're going to do this. Why, I, why do you feel like those three individuals were put on blast, but Travis Kelsey wasn't? I feel like there's a lot of race involved here. Oh, like, it just man. is. What? Here it is. Go. I'm not trying to be... Let's just talk about it, right? Like... Travis Kelsey is a white, successful tight end in the league. Yes. All the guys who have been called divas and cancers to the team and everything else, like, there's a huge race factor involved in here. Whether people want to talk about it or not, I avoided it for about nine days. But I think that race is playing a factor on how fans, media, and others have viewed Travis Kelsey. 
versus other guys who have had meltdowns on the sidelines of the NFL. And now the most obvious example of it is that there are debate shows and the internet and everybody wants to talk about people being on the sidelines being a distraction. Now, when the white Travis Kelsey does it, oh, no, no, no. We can't have that audio even hit the world. I mean, come on. The double standard has been thrown in our face about how we treat certain NFL athletes, and especially now with Kelsey. Here's the deal. And look, is is it possible that race factors in? I think race factors into everything. If we be, Like I was asked not too long ago like by a friend of mine who happens to be black, do you think you're racist? I'm like, yes, I think everyone's racist. I don't. I do my best to not let it negatively influence the decisions I make, but I'm aware of the fact that you're black and I'm white. I'm aware of it. I jokingly say I don't see colors. Of course I see. We all see colors. One of the things that drew me to this company is when I watched the original training, it literally said, like, hey, let's not pretend that people aren't different. Let's just not treat them poorly because of something that's different that, you know, they were born to, you know, whatever. Um, and I paraphrase a lot right there, but here's here's why I think, for lack of a better term, I'll be blunt, I think that's stupid because Travis Kelsey in college and even high school was a problem. He did things he wasn't supposed to do. Before Andy Reid decided to bring him in, he asked Jason Kelsey, is your brother okay? Well, can I work with your brother? He said yes. Travis Kelsey has done, I can't remember the last thing he did wrong. Now that was, listen, Bobby, he even says it in New Heights. He says, that was wrong. I went too far. I shouldn't have done that. But Des Bryant was, he. there literally was a member of the Cowboys staff who was employed strictly to watch and, and babysit Des Bryant. And when Des Bryant wouldn't do that anymore is when his relationship with the Dallas Cowboys soured. And then we found out his house was covered in monkey poop because he had a pet monkey that was pooping everywhere. Um, well, Shannon Sharp, known big mouth, smack talker, looked for the cameras for those meltdowns. Looked for them. Did a good job with them. I would say it's part of the reason he's so famous today. Who was the other one you had on the sideline? That... Uh, Cam, Des Bryant, Cam, Cam and Newton. Shannon Sharp. Cam Newton was known for basically thumbing his nose at the press. He's probably the closest to giving you a real point simply because he's such a different dude. People were more concerned at one point whether or not Cam Newton was gay or, or, or whatever because he wears male rompers and dresses weird. So, like, he's probably the closest thing you have to have a point. But you can't, just because one dude's white and another dude's black, you can't hold them to the same standard either because there's one, one has a history of acting up and doing stupid stuff. Like, you would have to give, you have to give me guys who are of a similar um behavior i guess for me to really say okay like like um i can rip through three real quick okay kittle gronk and kelsey okay, all, they're all, they're all white, white dudes all white tight ends but we all treat them a little bit differently like kittle kittle wants to be a wwe superstar it seems like i find that funny i think kittle's got a great personality gronk we all know about rob gronkowski loves to party loves to hang out loves to be a little bit of a meathead all that stuff in my lifetime I've never heard of or seen an athlete portrayed who is black like Gronk. Because what people would say if, like, hey, the black athlete was Shaq. going out. Shaq is close. Shaq is close. But a cross-sport comparison, but I think that is a pretty close one. But, like, I think of somebody, unfortunately, like a Darren Waller, that, like, we talk about him being an addict before we talk about him being a party animal. We think of Gronk being like, oh, it's fun. It's cool. Never a distraction, though. I don't know if we would think that the same way. Like Odell. Like, the way we treat Odell Beckham Jr., who dates celebrities and goes out and parties and goes out and has a good time, isn't the same way we treat those guys. James Harden. Like, James Harden goes out to strip clubs, and you and I have called him fat all the time. But now if Gronk or Kittle were at the strip club, he'd be like, yo, how much money did they just spend? Man, that's crazy. Yeah. I also call Baker Mayfield fat every year. You know, like, I, I listen, I, I'm all about, like, if you want to show me real racism, I'm in. The reason Travis Kelsey air quote, gets away with his behavior is, one, his head coach wants him to. The, the, the quote, victim in this case does not want the, uh, quote, assailant punished. Two, say what you want. 
he's not a bad Travis Kelsey's not a bad guy. He says stupid stuff. He can't sing to save his life. He's not a bad. He hasn't done anything. You, there's no. There's. I. I'd love to fillet this dude in public because of what he is. He's a chief. Ugh. Oh, how dare you? But like, you know, Des Bryant was a known. Just he was getting in fights with teammates because they wouldn't carry his 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 pads and stuff. Like Gronk, I, I it almost doesn't feel right to put Gronk with Kelsey because Gronk was such a next level party guy. It, the you, mo- the you, most you got to be able to do it right. And OBJ, OBJ, the biggest problem with OBJ is he's never been as good as he as he acts like he is. The most recent example I can think of of a athlete pushing or bumping or screaming at their coach like this. I have to go back to Ed Oliver at Houston. Remember when Ed Oliver was in Houston? Right, over the jacket thing. Now, when that happened with Ed Oliver, Ed Oliver, uh, one of my favorite stats before NIL, was the first five-star athlete to not sign with a Power 5 team. Ed Oliver could have been the number one pick in the NFL draft when he was a true freshman. That's how good he was at Houston. Now, did he not go number one overall because he wasn't tall enough? that he got hurt his final season in college, that he announced he was going to leave as a junior, or because people viewed him differently how he bumped his coach. No one screamed that Ed Oliver was a competitor and fiery and fired up his team. His draft stock got bumped out. And if it's the same year, I know it's in like 12 months of each other. Remember, Josh Allen said the N-word on social media, and now we've conveniently forgot about that. Uh, right, but I still right. remember Ed Oliver bumping his coach. I, Hold but, on. let me get, Can, I, can sure. I tell you the difference between yeah. the three? Josh Allen was quoting rap lyrics. I mean, he's stupid. It's an IQ test, not a racing test. The There has been professional lip readers brought in, and it appears as though Travis Kelsey said, put me on the field. Put me out on the field. Let him put me in. So Travis Kelsey bumped his coach. Tell me if you don't agree with this. Travis Kelsey bumped his coach because he wanted back in the game. He was pissed off about a fumble. Ed Oliver was ticked off because he wasn't active in that game already, and they made they told him the only active player should wear the coat. One was fighting to get back in and win a Super Bowl. One was fighting because he looked good and wanted to wear a coat. So there's a big difference between Ed Oliver and Travis Kelsey here as well. Yes, I do agree with all that. The way I view that is I don't think it's going to negatively affect Travis Kelsey's career. I really don't. It's almost over anyway. I mean, right. He could retire at the end of this offseason, next offseason. I know he's going for three in a row. When I first saw the Travis Kelsey play, and we're still talking about it almost two weeks later, I thought, you don't do that, man. Come on. Yeah, oh, I, I, get, yeah. I get you're competitive. If you want to yell and scream at your coach, I'll even give you a little pass on that. But getting in your coach's face and bumping him and almost knocking him over, that's a little too far. Yeah. You want to be. I don't mind competitive people being competitive because you're in that right there. And maybe the person you are on the field is not the person you are off the field. Fine with that. But the fact that he has no negativity involving that, and we're almost done talking about it, while we've seen other athletes have that follow them around for years to come, seems so unfair. And I don't know if that's just, I don't know if that's ever going to change, but at least we remark on it and be like, hey, that's not right. I think we could at least change the way we view that going forward for years to come. Maybe that's too uh, hopeful on my end, but I think if we do address it like we are right now, like, okay, we do see there is a little bit of a double standard here with this. Yeah, I, I I don't have enough. I don't have enough. And, and I'm all about it, man. Like, again, I think it's silly to act like racism isn't real. I think it's – but I think it's also silly to to blame everything for it. Like, the Ed Oliver is the closest comparison I can see because he actually did a very similar act. But then the differences begin to, to you know, spiderweb out. One was to get in a game, be competitive. One was to wear a coat. One, the head coach is not come. No coaches have come out in defense of the other one. His head coach came out in defense and said, "Now, nah, Travis a little worked up. It's not a big deal." Like Travis Kelsey told told everybody on New Heights, Reed goes to him, "Hey, everyone's watching me. You can't do that. Not don't push me. Not don't get you know." So like you, I wonder if like practice if these guys get into it, you know, whether they're yelling and whatever. Ain't Reed not a little guy. You know, he's a little older now, obviously probably not going to get into a lot of shoving matches with world-class athletes, but he might very well yell right back a lot of times. It's, I don't know. I I just, there's definitely, it was definitely wrong. I don't think you've, I don't think I've heard Travis Kelsey once say it was okay. Um, He, when he started explaining it, Jason Kelsey jumped down his throat a little bit. It was like, no, 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 it was really wrong. It was really bad. Like, but 
it shouldn't be the end of the world. End of the world. And, it, we, and we got to stop being offended for other people. That's the number one problem with this country right now. Um, I can't think of the name of the comedian. He uses a speaker and uh, and text to talk because um, he has cerebral palsy and something else. He's usually on like Kill Tony and a couple other specials. But like he did, um, he did America's Got Talent, and he said um, he called himself um, handicapped, and some woman told him he couldn't say that, and he went, "I'm sorry, you know, what, what do you do? You have a disability or anything?" She goes, "No, but blah." He goes, "Well, I've had this my whole life," and she's like, "Yeah, well, you can't say it." He's like. I'm sorry that I offended some, you know, perfectly able white woman in the middle of the country <laughs> by, by calling myself handicapped when only half my body works. But like we get, there's so many people that they want, they want to be offended so bad. They look at it. Oh my God, you can't do that. Like, okay. Yeah, you're right. I can't. All right. Well, what are we going to do to him? Well, what does what does Reed want to do to him? Nothing. Reed wants it to go away. Well, you can't let it go away. You're the victim. Uh, yeah, but nothing happened. I'm fine. We talked about it. I feel like he understands. We're good. But I'm offended for you. And now it's racism. It is like, come on. Come on. <laughs> I just so Antonio Pierce. Remember I was telling you that we're going to have the Patrick Mahomes rules? Yeah. He literally said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, no, I just I think it's just and you, I don't know what happened to you. No, no, no. That's... I don't know. I think you know what it is? What? You're spending way too much time with way too many women in your household. No, that's not. a lot of like-minded the the Bratwurst sisters or whatever the hell their names are. There's too many women telling you how to think, guys. You're a little too woke all of a sudden. No, no, no. And I'm not saying all women are woke. I'm saying these women are woke. I don't think in the history of the show I've ever dropped the race card. I think this is the you first tried. Time. You've been just a I've couple been, times you've been trying. I've lately. been trying to get this onto the show. And today not just perfect. this. What? You've done it with other topics too. You try. You always hint to it. I the most credit I will give you right now is at least you flat out said it this time. Usually you hint around and I'm like, dude, say what it is. Uh, it's nothing. Say what it is. Uh, nothing. It's because he's black. Um, at least you're actually doing it now. But I'm telling you, you, uh, you, and again, I'm not like I have a, I have a lot of female friends who feel the exact same way about this stuff as I do. This group of females that you're associating with have have woke you. Don't let the people at GY know. That won't be very good for me. If you think yeah. if you think this is bad, by the way, the white versus black topic of how athletes are treated differently. Don't worry, Giants fans. In two months from now, the NFL drafts around the corner, and the last NFL team to start a black quarterback was the New York Giants with Geno Smith, the last of all the 32 teams, and they never drafted one in the history of their franchise. If you thought the Kelsey conversation is interesting, wait till NFL draft time rolls around. I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but those <laughs> headlines are on the way. I'm predicting that. For the Giant fan base. That will be about <laughs> April 2024. Michael Penick's not a Giant. Are they racist? That's coming. That's on the way next. <laughs> not here today, but just be prepared. It's so terrible. That's true. It's so I, it's so terrible. It's just terrible. It's just, it's a joke. And you know the people who are going to argue about that aren't going to be people who like, you can go like, well, Dale Jones really you know, kind of came into his own and this one, this one, this one. I thought they didn't have Tyra Taylor since... Since then, no, no. Geno Smith was, I believe, Geno Smith is the first black quarterback ever to start for the New York Giants. Oh, oh, you're saying the, they went the longest to have. Correct. That. I'm sorry, I don't know if I. I, I thought that you right. meant. I thought you meant the longest distance between now and the last time a black quarterback started for them. I didn't know. Because you say like I can't remember the last one for the Raiders. Even I, there's a couple of teams. Terrell Pryor probably. Yeah, there's got to be one since then though. I don't know. It's it's weird though. It's just you. And again, that that argument. Yeah, the longest is you also had Eli Manning, one of the most like longest consecutive start streaks, no injuries in the history of the NFL. Bill Sims, Kurt Bill Warner, Sims, a Hall right. of Fame. I'm not again, I'm just pointing out what's on the way. Understanding yeah. what people will be talking about. I get it. I know that's coming it's in so two stupid. months for Giant fans. Trust me. It's just stupid. There's so many better there's so many good things to be offended about. There's so many better things out there that we could be offended about instead of inventing a racist riff. Where there isn't one, like that's like you know what? I'm worried about wasps. I don't. I'm scared. Like can we? Can they, I'm offended by wasps. That's where I am. <laughs> I got like I'm. I don't want to get stung by wasps. So that's why I go to USX Pest Control. See, I have a way to fix it. Good. Yes. If you have pests in your home, USX Pest Control can help you. You can talk sports with Tim, Frank, Victor, Kristen, whoever it is. Maybe you could throw on the Levac and Goss podcast. Watch what they're doing. Like. 
You got to hear the take guys had about Kelsey today. I don't know if I agree with him or not. And just like watch Frank be like, uh-huh. Okay, you need to fix your hey, attic though. Hang hey, on. Hey, Frank, uh, guys says that you treat yellow jackets better than regular wasps. Discuss. USX Pest Control can make sure your home is safe. Whatever it is, the attic, the basement, the garage, maybe spots in your home you didn't realize pests were coming through. You get on the Platinum Package. They'll make sure your home is safe. LeVac and I, we've been doing it for months now, and our homes yeah, we continue have. to be and safe. Yeah, we go to USX. USX Pest Control. <laughs> get your free inspection today. USXPest.com. It's like a, a Gregorian chant if you do it just right. Hookers and weed. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of monks come out and go, Hookers and weed. Because monks love beer. It's a known it's a known thing. Is that true? It's true. I've watched every movie I've ever seen, the monk is drunk. And that's not just because it rhymes. Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner, the monk was drunk. Um, uh, other movies where the monk, they love, they love a good craft lager. And like at first, they'll be like, we cannot condone hookers nor weed. And we're like, dude, it's JJ Hookers, Willow Be Weed. It's a craft lager. We love craft lagers. Brewed right in Lake George. Ooh, that sounds lovely. And that's how they do it. And then the dude who's a monk who actually understands technology goes, I will go to the website. And it's hookersandweed.com. They find out they can get it at all the great beverage centers, like Oliver Beverage, Save More Beverage. Uh, uh, Muddy's Tavern, and they enjoy hookers and weed like the rest of us. I've always said I want people to walk into local establishments here in the capital and say, hookers and weed, please. No. Hookers and weed. That's what I want now. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Uh, The voices in my head are strong and loud today. It's been a long, fun day, though, because you and I have been hanging out, dare I even say, in the AMs today, LeVac. You and I had a fun lunch today with one of our soon-to-be... It was like 11.55 AM. It's not like we were it's not like we were sharing a hotel room in Vegas or something stupid like that. Coming up in March, we're going to have an announcement for a really cool thing that's joining LeVac and Gaz. We got to meet with a, one of our future partners very soon. We had a good lunch. We talked about life. You're talking about Express Employment, Jordan Moriano? That you're talking about? Yes, I oh. am talking about Jordan from... <laughs> Express employment. He will be a part of the show starting in March. What I mean by part of the show, you get to learn more about that awesome business. We have to learn about it today. And he's somebody you definitely want to work with or not just work with, hang out with a lunch and learn about <laughs> it. Like that is somebody you want. He's a good dude. He um, really is. We've been, we, you know, it's, it's the first time we've had a chance to talk to him about Express, but we've already, you know, here on the show, he's been on uh, because he, he is a race car driver in his spare time. You know, it's like, what do you, what do you do? What's your, what's your hobby? What do you play some golf? I drive a race car, loser. Uh, he's nicer about it. Uh, but also, he's the reason we've uh, we became close with bots, bring on the spectrum, which uh, won a bunch of money in the uh, the C4 Smarty Bankroll Challenge for football. Yes, that's true. You did do that. Uh, you know <laughs> what I felt the most interesting about was our intern, Simone. Simone's going to be out with some of our events coming up in March. I thought you meant like Simone because like you said the sales staff was there and she was the only like adult person i thought that was a member of the sales staff that was there she learned about the show very quickly she just watched and she's heard us before i don't i don't think she has (laughs) going out with people and and doug again from gy going out with radio people personalities it is a different lunch it was a lot of fun looking forward to that a lot of cool things coming up in the future looking forward to again the partnership we're gonna have what did she say something i'll you know what you're not getting paid today she kept Uh. laughing she can't wait to see you're getting paid double today They don't make it. With our live shows coming up and more. So come out and support well, us in February and March when we're out live. More information on that is the winter continues. Doesn't feel like winter, that's for sure, here in the county. I never region. know yeah. those those lunches. So I a I like I like to entertain. So I like to, you know, whatever. But with those lunches, I never know like like I said, Jordan, we're friends with Jordan. You know, we, we talk to him other times. I know Donna, not positive how well I know Donna, but I know Donna. But like, if you're if you're gonna take us to lunch to discuss us working with you and helping getting your message out, I think you should see exactly who I am. And I don't like I don't I don't want somebody to reach back later and be like, um, yeah, we had no idea he would do like Gregorian chants over a beer named Hookers and Weed. We don't really want to be there anymore. So like, I bring it all up. I just have some fun. 
You know, I get into it. We're going to give them the show right here. This yeah. is it. This is what you're signing up for. If you're you buying like, lunch. Great. Here you go. Here's the show. We'll work for food. We'll eat my feelings right in front of you. They laughed at a lot of the jokes. Most of them were about you. Um, so so the intern was laughing too? Yes, the intern was laughing. I think I've, I've talked to her before. Like, I feel like I'm not. Oh, that's right. I'm not allowed to be me in the hallways. That's I forgot about that. Okay, that's that makes sense. There's rules. I'm not allowed to be myself outside of this room. That's not true. There is. There's a rule. They're like, they're like, LeVac, you can only be LeVac in studios. Outside of studios, you are subjected to normal, uh, uh, what's the HR? HR rules. The HR has no power over you in front of a microphone, but in the halls, you must be a, a, you must be a different person. Speaking of, please get your training done for iHeartMedia. What's this one for? I don't care. I'm not the doing EAS it. EAS test. I'll tell you what. Uh -oh. I'll do it when you pay me a livable wage. How's that? I'm in front of the microphone. I can say what I want. I have a few things I'd like to talk I about. I can't afford to wear pants. You want me to wear pants? Would you like to talk about the no. media versus former athlete beef? Would you like to give our play of the day right now? Or would you like to preview tonight's Flock University after a week off last week? I believe two weeks off. Two weeks off. Well, t not really two weeks off because I did do the show from Vegas with Coach Ware. That's right. Um, so one week up, I would like to find out, did you make money yesterday? Not only did I make money yesterday, I told you, if you listened to LeVac and Gaz yesterday, you listening right now, I told you that was my play of the year in 2024. That is the most I've profited on any wager in a very long time. Definitely the most in 2024. Who made more on that bet? Me or you? I did. You your, made more than I did? Your bet. You took a plus 400. I think yours was 420. Mine, yeah. my parlay was like plus three twenty, but then I chopped it up for money lines and spreads. That is the most I've profited on a wager, maybe since we've launched the show. Not counting the derby, that was an all-in play for me. I have two plays I like tonight, but that was my best hit of the entire, maybe history of Levant guys. Definitely two thousand twenty-four. You know what? You know this, and I'll just repeat this. Whatever you get excited about in your life, maybe you get a great buzz from working out. Maybe you like to run. Maybe the big sale. You're coaching up your players. Getting a prediction right on a sports talk radio show and calling it your favorite play of the year. Oh, it's an adrenaline rush. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, but fun. now you can't say that again for the rest of this year. No, no, no. If I like one that I like better than the one last time, I can say it. I won't mm. use it all the time. I won't be like the uh, the tout guys. They can't miss blood oath pick of the century. I won't You've do that. done that too. I, I In the past, I'm a changed man now. I'm changed. Here my, here's my place for tonight, LeVac. I'll give them to you right now because we already set it up. All right. George Mason in New Mexico. Okay. I know you're going to be mad at me because I'm doing the theory that you and I both love. George Mason, New Mexico, two home teams against ranked teams. George Mason's at least a dog at three and a half. New Mexico's a favorite at seven and a half, even though Colorado State is ranked. Mountain West, officiated in home. New Mexico... And George Mason, money lines and spreads. I'll chop them up again. Chop, 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 chop. So New Mexico is my play. You can't have that one. I was already, look, I've already bet it. You have. I bet mine last night, it. too. We both love the Lobos tonight. The Spanish Wolves, baby. Yes. Look out for the pit. What was your other George pit. Mason? George Mason? George Mason taking on Dayton tonight. How do you feel about Bama versus Florida? Not great. Not great. Don't have a really good read on that game. Alabama last year was the... Favorite to win the national championship. The roster is not as good as it is this year as it was last year. Is Florida benefiting from what could be argued as a very top-heavy SEC? That's a much more important game for Florida than it is Alabama. I would back off of that game. That's a that's a pass for me. That feels like Florida can keep it tight and Alabama pulls away a little bit. It's a pass. All right. I'm putting him in a parlay. Okay. Putting George Mason plus three and a half. Bama minus eight and a half. New Mexico minus six and a half. Three-team parlay. Got a parlay booster. I'm going to get after it. I'm going, I'm going in. You don't like it, which means it's a guaranteed win. Guaranteed. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said, said I'm passing. You said it was a terrible bet. I was stupid for making it. And I was like, you know what? That's one of my plays. Mexico is my play of the day, thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive Mohawk Chevy, where they always go out of their way to please you. But uh, now I'm on both of those because you underestimated the greatness of Alabama. Add Creighton to the list. Of well, teams, come on! Of teams that I've said will now win the national championship. That list includes North Carolina, Tennessee, Houston, Tennessee, Creighton. I'm trying to have like nine more teams before the tournament tips off in about a month. Creighton's now on the list. They're at 41 to win the national championship. Hey, Creighton. You just made the list! 
So there you go. You you got like thirty teams on your list. I do. So they, they, they can, can all can, win it all. They can all do it. <sighs> I had another beef here. Have you heard about the JJ Redick Nick Wright beef? No. Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it? What the hell happened to Nick Wright? Why does he look like like a? Um, he looks like a villain from a movie where uh, street rats become humans. Like Splinter from the Ninja Turtles? Yeah, yeah. He split, but Splinter's a good guy. He'd be like, he'd be, he'd be evil Splinter. He confessed on social media. Why does this picture of me with Patrick Mahomes look like Gargamel? He does look a little like Gargamel. He's got the long hair that's starting to push back from the forehead. He doesn't have the full skullet like Gargamel, and that nose is powerful. For those who don't know who Gargamel is, that is the bad guy in the Smurfs cartoon. What the Smurf is wrong with you? You don't know who Gargamel is? What are you, some kind of Smurf and Smurf? Nick Wright wants to get in a feud now with J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick earlier today was upset because his comments about Doc Rivers have gone viral. If you missed this, J.J. Redick saying that Doc Rivers never held himself accountable for his mistakes, which I don't actually believe is a bad take. There's a lot of interviews out there where Doc Rivers makes tons of excuses. It's, well, not, it's, not, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. He's not doing that great for the Bucks right now. His son, Austin Rivers, formerly a Duke, formerly the NBA, is actually really good on TV. Some would say he got blindsided, got put in an unfair spot yesterday because the four-letter network said, hey, uh, Austin, what do you think about this guy ripping apart your dad? Huh? Of course he went off and went off on J.J. Redick. Nick Wright, Big Fox, said this, quote, I totally understand folks who aren't into televised sports discussion debate. It's not for everyone. But I'll never understand someone who's incredibly wealthy opting into working in the space, then uses the platform to complain about how useless, dumb the space is. J.J. Redick was complaining that that cut about Doc Rivers got over 10 million impressions while he does a breakdown of the last nine games of why Zion Williamson isn't playing well for the Pelicans and it gets 50,000. It doesn't make sense that fans don't want to be educated. They just want hot takes and big time takes. Nick Wright later went on, to say this, the great thing about modern sports media is there's literally an audience platform for all types of coverage. You can do anything, and folks can create their own lanes, platforms, or they can do anything they want. It's an exciting time. Uh, mm. Levac, what do you make of Nick Wright calling out J.J. Redick about insulting both the platform, and it seems to be sports fans in general, and Nick Wright's case saying, you're too dumb to understand me, I, in comparison to J.J. Redick. I, I hate all platforms but i use them so does that mean i'm as bad like does that mean i'm stupid because i hate them all but i use most of them like we have to use them as part of our job i don't think that's mm. nick Wright looks like gargamel that's the important thing to remember from all of this let me offer this up there's a audience for everything it's probably the easiest way to put this if you love two people screaming at each other about sports you can find a show about that if you want to listen to a show of like you and your buddies sit at a bar or your basement or wherever watching a game, I think LeVac and I, our show hopefully reflects that. That might be here. If you want X's and O's coverage, like NFL matchup used to be that show, but there's a reason it's on at 6 a.m. in the morning on a Sunday. That audience isn't as big. If you want a fantasy audience, you want gambling. 2024 gives you everything. We try to do our best to entertain you. But there's a reason why. ESPN wants to yell about Dak Prescott's contract and LeBron James because a lot of people care about it. So I get I, look, this is the second time in a row, I think on this second, I said both people are right. Nick Wright's right. Like JJ Reddick's too smart for his own good, but that doesn't mean JJ Reddick should stop doing what he's doing. I think he's very unique in what he does. The problem with JJ Reddick, he's just realizing, like, yeah, man, some of this stuff, the easiest stuff people want to consume. What's wrong with that? There's a reason people on YouTube have these wild reaction videos. There's a reason cat videos are like the most popular thing. But people like it. It's okay, Nick. Like it's fine, everybody. We're all good. You cracked the code, JJ. And Nick doesn't like that he cracked Here, the code. Here's here's the problem, too. There's nothing going on. <laughs> yes. So like Nick writes like, Yahtzee, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a little feud with uh with JJ Reddick now because there's nothing going on. And uh Ooh, I got one. Yeah. Jordan fans. I got an idea. Yeah. I'll side with LeBron. Yes. Ooh, Bills crazy. fans are very engaging. Let me say Josh Allen stinks. <laughs> what else is going on? Oh, J.J. Redick, the rising star. Get him! Get him! Sniff that out, LeVac. I totally agree with that take. Yeah. We need some sports back, please. What is it, tomorrow get the NBA? Yes. 
Yeah, that'd be great. Um, there's only so much Rangers I can watch. I, I, I'm not a hockey guy. Sorry. You're not ready for another Utah State night against uh, San Diego State on the CBS Sports Network? Hey, if it pays, if it pays, I'm in. I'm I'm a fan of winning. Thanks to the play of the day with Mohawk Chevrolet. Feel those drive blocks out where they always got out of the way to please you. Uh, speaking of Mohawk Chevy, um, I got to go up there. I got to pick up some stuff. And it's like, it's always, it's funny to me when, like, you know, the places like you like to go and the people there are always like, man, I'm sorry. You got to come by here and whatever. So like, I need to run up there to get up, grab a couple of things, do some stuff, a lot of it for the Firebirds. And um, I'm just like, they're like, oh man, sorry. We would have brought it to you. I'm like, no, I, I like going there. Like fresh coffee, nice people. I can usually find a quiet place to work for about 20 minutes before anybody comes looking for me. Like, I love it there. Now imagine if you needed a vehicle, how much you'd love it there, because that's the deal. Over 260 new vehicles on the lot to start this month, more showing up every day. That means deals are happening. They're moving vehicles. They got the red tag clearance. They got the basically uh, sign and drive where you make your first payment and you're leaving in like a Trax or an Equinox. So many great vehicles. And I know like, I know we're still talking about the cold weather and we're not there yet. We probably got one more snowstorm coming our way. But maybe just maybe start looking at those Camaros and Corvettes and everything else because the warm weather is is coming. Soon that salt will be off the roads, and you can start driving those sporty, sporty cars again, feeling good about life. Mohawk Chevrolet right there in Boston Spa. Together, let's drive with Mohawk Chevrolet. They always go out of their way to please you. I got to go to Flock You. Yes, well, you know what? I'll squeeze another two minutes out of you. I think I could do it here. Thanks to Cavino and Rich, who probably aren't even on today. They a show will air after us. I promise that. Yeah. Uh, can we get a little preview? Because last time we talked about Flock U, LeVac, there were some rumors that you wanted to ask Coach Ware about certain things involving the league. Will we get answers tonight, or will we have to tune in to find out? I think there's going to be some drama tonight. Oh, I think, drama, drama. I don't know if – I would say that in a lot of structures, the team president is is higher up than the head coach, general manager. But our structure, I would say we're even. We're equals. Like, I run the front of the house, he runs the back of the house kind of thing in, in restaurant terms. I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna follow me into the breach. I don't know if he's gonna let me do what I want to do. I'm a little ticked off at the league, and I'm gonna say what I want to say tonight, and then we'll see if if Damon jumps in on my side, it's gonna get real. If Damon goes after me, it's gonna get real because he's not wrong to do so. But I'm gonna say what I think because I think there's something wrong with this. There's this. I think it's a very smart league. I think they're very good people, but I think they're doing something very wrong right now. It needs to be fixed. Ooh, that is a tease. Tune into Flock University, Flock U, Albany Firebirds. I'm already telling you tomorrow, we might be leading the show with that conversation because <laughs> it's going to affect Capital Region sports fans, the voice of the Capital Region sports fan right here, Fox Sports 95, 990. Be prepared to give answers for those who don't tune in to that big show tonight. I'm not sharing. No, it's, it's exclusive. <laughs> One day we're going to get it on Fox Sports. One day we're working You want it? it? There's a price there, Tommy Corporate. I'm going to start picking up my bar tabs. Maybe just give me paid back for that trip we just did. That'd be great. Any of those things would be fantastic. Hey, guys, uh, how, about, how about you wash your hands? Don't touch your face. And uh, it's Fox Sports Radio 95.9. If, you, if you're so inclined, why don't you hit the button?